From COK Studios in Peter Sagel's Outhouse, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider how the debate over the legalization of marijuana might affect the 2016 election. We'll also consider a revolutionary hand sanitizer that may help prevent the spread of viruses in our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider why my fingers smell like onions. I haven't even had onions today. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Uncle Dave Foundation, helping toddlers get their noses back from their Uncle Dave's. Visit gotyournose.org for more information. And PBN, now showing Downton Abbey Beyond Thunderdome, a post-apocalyptic upstairs-downstairs drama starring Hugh Bonneville as Lord One-Eye Grantham and Maggie Smith as the Dowager Mutant. Check local listings for showtimes. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Both Alaska and Washington, D.C. made recreational marijuana legal last week, joining Washington and Colorado. These decisions have rekindled the debate about legalizing cannabis ahead of the 2016 election. Surprisingly, nearly two-thirds of millennials who identify as Republican support legalizing marijuana, while almost half of older GOP Gen Xers do, according to a recent survey by the Pew Research Center. While Democrats favor legalizing marijuana in greater numbers than Republicans, the gap is narrowing, and that could mean that Republican politicians might need to change their views on marijuana to appeal to younger voters in 2016. I spoke with a Republican hopeful who is embracing the idea of courting GOP voters who want to legalize cannabis. Paul Peckham is a GOP hopeful for the Colorado Senate seat in 2016, and he's going all in to win over marijuana-smoking voters. The statistics don't lie, especially here in Colorado. People like to smoke dope. I mean, I know I'm old, I'm 68, but that doesn't mean I didn't like to have a little dope back in my college days. Peckham has employed a group of millennial Republican stoners to help him with his campaign. They've been very helpful in letting me know how to court the young GOP voters, even if they are always smoking dope. I keep telling Paul to stop calling it dope. Nobody calls it that anymore. He's still got a lot to learn before 2016. Winnie Fremont and her colleague, The Grundle, are hoping to get Paul Peckham elected because they see that a marijuana-friendly Republican Party is the future. Obama is the worst. His policies on the economy and Iran are ruining this country. I keep telling the Grundle that fiscal conservatism and hitting the bong aren't mutually exclusive. Oh yeah, I mean, have you ever watched old clips of Ronald Reagan while you're high? It's amazing. A lot of people don't know what a major toker Reagan was. He was always eating those jelly beans because he had the mad munchies. In the Senate race for Colorado, Winnie and the Grundle are coming up with ideas that will make Peckham seem more legitimate to conservative potheads. We try to give Paul stuff to say in his speeches that will resonate with the stoner community. Like, oh, if Peter Piper packed a pipe of purple pot, how many pipes of purple pot could Peter Piper pack? (laughs) Good one. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) And Paul has me working on appealing to female voters. We're trying to help them see that giving up their reproductive rights and equal pay isn't that big of a deal. Women need to understand that Republicans like Paul are looking out for our best interests. The right to legally get high. Yeah. Conservative stoner girls are a huge part of the equation if the GOP wants to win in 2016. Uh, You know what? Can we just go back to being stoners without gender being involved? (sighs) 
I never knew that toking down was a primarily male thing. I mean, my smoke circle is made up of a number of people, guys and girls. And none of the guys think that the girls are one of the bros because it isn't a masculine thing. It's just let the world see you as an herbal being as opposed to a gender-specific smoker. So being labeled a stoner girl bothers you, but getting paid less than a man for the same job and not having control over your own body is okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a great platform for all of us young Republican women. It shows that we're really ready to move forward on some social issues while still staying true to our antiquated conservative ideals. <laughs> yeah. How high are you two right now? Extremely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want some? Well, I've never been one to turn down a fatty. For COK News, I'm Dinah Jones Mallow in Colorado. <sighs> You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Washing your hands is still one of the best ways to prevent the spread of disease, even Ebola. But hand sanitizers don't always kill some of the deadliest germs. Our Consider Your Health reporter Alex Truman is here to talk about the new kind of hand sanitizer that might prove more effective against viruses like Ebola. Welcome back, Alex. Nice to be here, Cotter. So tell us about this new hand sanitizer. As you know, alcohol-based sanitizers like Purell kill most microbes on contact, Bacteria is typically eliminated by Purell, but viruses like Ebola and norovirus are more immune. Also, the alcohol evaporates after 15 seconds, allowing for rapid recontamination, and it chafes the skin. I know about chafing, believe me. I have a very thin top layer of skin on most of my body. It's like an onion, only yellower. Fair enough. There's a new product called Xylast, and its makers claim that it starts killing bacteria and viruses within 15 seconds of application and works for up to six hours. And it's reportedly gentle on the skin. Well, that sounds like a great product. You know what a skeptic I am. So I had to go see for myself, just to make sure it wasn't too good to be true. Xylast was introduced two years ago by Innovative Biodefense Inc. in Lake Forest, California. Charles Waxman is one of the developers of Xylast. To develop a better and more versatile hand sanitizer, we started with benzothonium chloride. It's a very good antimicrobial ingredient that's been around since around the 70s. Then we added a mixture of other compounds to make it work more quickly, last longer, and have power over a wider variety of microbes. I see. We also included moisturizers to make a non-irritating lotion. And we added a delightful citrus fragrance to the foaming soap version. I'll be the judge of that. You sound skeptical. Oh, I am. Here, try, here, try some. Hmm, it feels nice. Very smooth. And I must say that the smell is delightful. It reminds me of the cream I used to treat my planter's wart. We're very happy with it. But just because something feels nice and smells good doesn't mean it's effective at preventing disease. If that were true, people would be smearing erotic body chocolate on themselves. Agreed. Because of Xylast's proven effectiveness, we've been given tens of thousands of dollars from USAID, in partnership with the CDC, to see if we can use Xylast to slow the spread of Ebola in Africa. Well, that sounds promising. We hope so. But it's important to remember that even though disinfectants like Xylast help, they will not prevent the spread of disease by themselves. Well, duh. 
Any self-respecting hypochondriac could tell you that. After touring more of the innovative biodefense facility, I was convinced that Xylast might be the best hand sanitizer out there. Really? Oh, yes. I have been using it every day since I got back from California. You have? I use it 20 or so times a day, even more when I leave my house. Wow, so it's safe to say you're convinced that it works. I am for now. I think that I'll keep using it until I find something that works better. The lifetime supply I bought should last me a few more weeks. Well, good luck with that, Alex. Thank you, Cotter. That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can always check out our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. The podcast is available for download at Stitcher Radio, at Stitcher.com, and at iTunes. We'd like to dedicate this week's episode to the late, great Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock from Star Trek, who taught us all to live long and prosper. A special thanks this week to our good friend, Barbara Gray. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Oh, yeah, I mean, have you ever watched old clips of Ronald Reagan while you're high? It's amazing. A lot of people, why am I breathy now? <laughs> You've just been inhaling yeah, a lot, exactly. Right, sorry. <clears throat> Thank <laughs> you.